Hello, hello, hello. This is me, Pete, with the MYH Podcast, the Manager Happiness Podcast, where I like to say we are the CEOs of our lives, and like a good business, we have to manage it, make our decisions, allow your friends and family to be at the board, sit at the table, and intervene, but the final decision comes down to you. Okay, with that said, we are now continuing our little mini-series within the series talking about uh, nurturing leads, okay? So we talked about a couple things, about targeting, about engaging, and all that, but right now, today's topic is nurturing, and kind of following along different authors that I like, um, this one today is Alan Dibb from his One Page Marketing Plan, and he talks about uh, Joe Girard, who's listed in the Guinness Book of World's Record as the greatest, world's greatest salesman, okay? So this guy... Um, at one point had sold 13,000 cars in his career, which was an average of six cars per day. And on one day, he actually even sold 18 cars. So pretty amazing. But of course, that's not a Midas touch, and he's not lucky, and he's not a movie star or anything like that. What he did was consistently stay in contact with his customers, writing them birthday cards, writing them Christmas cards, writing them Valentine's cards uh, all the time. And they're personalized, personalized greetings, excuse me, uh, where he would actually write his name and put a stamp on it. And he did other things too, like change the size of the envelope, colors and whatnot, just so it didn't look like the equivalent of spam. So these letters would arrive in different envelopes, different colors, different sizes and all that. So that they were unique and entices customers to open them. So he did this month after month, year after year, until finally he had this huge loyal customer base that, um, you know, every time they were going to change their car, they would come in and buy it from him. So most of his his business was repeat business, and people would renew their cars, they buy new cars, they lease new cars, whatnot, and so they would call him, and he had a good system, and that is why he's in the Guinness Book of World's Records. So getting in the Guinness Book of World's Records is obviously not the goal, for me anyway, and probably for not a lot of other people, but I think it's a good analogy. And I'm looking now at a graph in front of me, which talks about that 50% of the people give up after the first contact. So when you're thinking about customer loyalty, especially now when people have, as they say, the attention span of a goldfish, that most people aren't going to buy in the first round or the second or the third or the fourth. So this is kind of interesting because I'll just read to you with this graph I'm seeing. So 50% of the salespeople have given up after the first contact, 65 after the second, 80 after the third, and 90% have given up after the fourth contact. Okay, so once you get into the fifth and sixth contact, you may be the only person reaching out to them at that point. Okay, think about that. So there's a lot of noise, a lot of blood in the water, you know, in the first four contacts, but by the fifth and sixth, it's blue water again. You may be that only person reaching out to your customer. So the next thought is like, how are you reaching out to them? I'm not suggesting you do these handwritten letters as our good friend Joe Girard did, um, but there are many lead capture websites. You could do free recorded messages, newsletters, blogs, free reports, direct mail, email, social media, online videos, as you know, um, YouTube or whatnot, podcasts, and print ads. 
in addition to your handwritten letters and email responders or SMS messages or anything else. So that's something good to keep in mind. And all of these can be automated, right? But even when you're automating, you got to think of a way to make it original so it doesn't look like spam. Now everyone wants to feel like you're making that extra effort for their business, okay? So that idea of uh, different color envelopes, although you're not going to do it physically, you may want to think about how you could do that digitally, right? How you can make it unique. Something that is spoken about in this book as well is making a shock and awe package. So rather than doing all those standard things, what can you put together for your customer that's going to shock and awe them? You know, whether it's a book or toys or gifts or something like that, that's going to make you stand out. So again, I caution here because this could be very expensive. So you're not going to do a mass mailing of a bunch of gifts because that could be expensive. Or maybe you do. It just kind of depends. It all depends on the business. So you really just have to know your numbers and and decide what uh, the lifetime value of your customer is going to mean to you and your business and then go from there and see how effective this is and see if the numbers make sense. Okay, so as um, it says in the book here, you cannot substitute good marketing for bad math. <laughs> and I love that. So that's a good, good, good thing to keep in mind. Okay, so, so that's kind of the idea here. You just have to think about what you're going to do and how often you're going to do it. Create a marketing calendar of your daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, annual contacts. You know, and that annual gift, you know, that annual step could be that shock and awe package, a gift basket of some kind. Again, depending on whether your budget and the business warrants that type of activity, you just have to decide. Okay. And then for, as it relates to new business and bringing people in, have an idea of what do you do with these inbound inquiries that this inbound marketing, these first contacts, these new emails, describe, uh, subscribers or customer complaints. What is the process? Okay. And then have these event triggered activities, maybe someone else's responsibility in your business. So this is really key. You need to focus on the business and you can't be stuck in the day-to-day things or losing time on these things that maybe could could potentially be outsourced, excuse me. So one thing and one thing that's discussed here and elsewhere is that you gotta get over the fact, I gotta get over the fact that no one's gonna do it as well as you you know, be as dedicated as you because it's your business. But if they can do it 80% as good as you, then that's the time you should delegate it. Okay. And there's a couple great quotes here from Jim Rome. Um, Learn how to separate the majors and the minors. A lot of people don't do well simply by, because they major in the minor things, right? They major the minor activities. That's pretty good. And the other quote I'll share, there are a bunch of them here, but here's another one. Uh, Days are expensive. When you spend a day, you have one less day to spend. So make sure you spend each day wisely. And I'm really guilty of this. I'll do some, you know, project, which is pretty important, but I'll spend a lot of time on it when probably would have been faster to outsource it in some cases. And I know some people worry about the outsourcing because it could be expensive, but then, you know, there are these global services that you know, where you can outsource for less, less, a lot less money. And then you think, oh, but then the local businesses are going to be affected. So this may or may not be true. It just kind of depends. So if your business disappears, you're not going to be able to support 
local businesses anyway. So let's just start with there, with that. And then if you're very successful, then you could decide how you do support local businesses, okay? And it could be upgrading your car, your house, your curtains, whatever it is, one way or another, if you are doing well, you're successful, your business is stable, you're going to be able to support local businesses anyway. So that's the trick. It's your responsibility to be successful, and then you'll be able to support local businesses. And so one of my goals moving forward is going to be to figure out what is my marketing calendar? How much of that do I need to be involved in daily? How much of that can I automate? And at what point it makes sense to bring someone on to do a lot of that work with me? So those are my thoughts for today. And with that, I'm going to wrap up here. This is Peter Grimes with the MYH podcast. That's Manager Happiness. And always, I like to sign out with a little nod to my grandmother and our international background. Salud, besitas y amor. Okay, and I wish you all the best. Take care. Bye-bye.